Hello and welcome to the very first production podcast episode of 2022. Today, my amazing co-host and I discuss our hopes for this podcast, our goals for the year, and what you can expect from future episodes. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to another episode of the production podcast. My name is Brooke Sargent and today I'm here with my amazing co-host Liberty Bernal and we are going to talk about our vision for this podcast in the new year. This is our first episode of 2022 so we're so excited to have all of you here and we can't wait to go on this journey this year and see where this podcast goes and all of the amazing guests that we will have. So Liberty, thank you so much for being here as always. Thank you, Brooke. You know, I literally had like a physical reaction when you said 2022 (laughs) because I can't believe we're already there. I still feel like we're in 2020. It's just this extended version. I totally agree. (laughs) I mean, it's been the past two years have been a total blur. I think the entire world would agree. For sure. Um, And I think a lot of things have been obviously so hard about the last two years, but also a lot of beauty has come out of it in different ways. Like we've seen humanity come together in new ways that we've never seen before. And especially through the use of technology and even podcasts like this one, we're able to connect so much more authentically and genuinely without actually being physically with one another, which I think is so cool. I agree. And I really love that you started with the positive side because (laughs) we do hear a lot. And I think that's why it's affecting us emotionally and mentally that we hear things that are the opposite. Like people are more divided than ever, you know, politically and who feels how about the vaccines. And, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't agree more with you. We are connecting a lot more. And even if it can't be in person, we're reaching out to one another or communicating. Sometimes we just, you know, I have friends that we just hop on, you know, a, a Zoom call or whatever it might be, and we just sit there and <laughs> I love <laughs> almost it. just like look at each other, like how's your day? <laughs> or today, some neighbors and I got together. We sat outside, we spaced apart our chairs, but we just we didn't have anything specific we needed to talk about. It was just let's be in touch and let's communicate. And yeah. I'm not sure that would have happened before COVID. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, we've definitely all had to get creative, to say the least, about how we connect with each other and and how we can do it and make sure everybody feels safe and comfortable. And everybody's comfort level differs. So it's really like such an ambiguous space because you really have to know who you're talking to in a lot of cases and what they would or would not be comfortable with. But That is so true. I am so excited for this production podcast. I think we've done some really amazing interviews and had some really talented, creative people on this podcast so far last year in 2021. But a couple of my goals for this podcast this year are just to see it grow, to, to gain more of an audience, to share all of these amazing behind the scenes experiences with more people and just to to grow a community of people who value the work that's being done behind the scenes. Because truly, I mean, what's on screen and what we all see on screen is absolutely amazing. And that's why we love all the shows we love and the movies. But most of the work, I would argue, is actually unseen. And I think that that just isn't recognized enough. So I really hope this year that 
our podcast gains more traction, that we really just, like I said, build a community of people who want to value all the work that's being done behind the scenes in the entertainment industry. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, one of the aspects of everyone coming together, ironically, is through screens, right? Yeah. And not just by communicating with one another, but watching the same shows. I mean, that same conversation I just mentioned about my neighbors, like us getting together outside today, mm-hmm. mostly what we had to talk about was the TV shows we've been binging <laughs> because <laughs> we are lacking a social life. And it really brought us together or you it, it helps you to learn something about you know, friends or coworkers that you might not know. And I think that, like you said, the people who don't get enough credit for things like all those shows, whether, you know, it's shown on YouTube or it's shown on Hulu or Amazon or Netflix or whatever it might be, there are all these creators behind the scenes. So we know the actors and actresses, you know, we get an idea of who might be the director or even producer, but beyond that... Mm-hmm. We don't know, and we want to showcase more of those incredibly talented people, whether they're working in electrical, lighting, locations. I mean, there are, there's an endless list of these people who I think that our audience wants to learn more about. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, when we first created this podcast and had the idea for it, I was so shocked that nothing like this existed because it seemed like such a no brainer. Like all of these people are so talented and many of them have decades of experience and, and stories. Like I know Caprice who we had on had stories about meeting someone while she was location scouting who had a photo in her home with the Clintons and they were friends. And I think they yeah. even worked in politics and just amazing stories like that, that, that you don't hear and that don't get spread around because a lot of the time, people who work behind the scenes, they love being behind the scenes and that's where they thrive. So yeah, that's our biggest obstacle, right? Definitely. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. Another goal is to overcome that. Yes. 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 Yeah. You know what I admire about so many people who want to be behind the camera is that they are the most humble people I think I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're very talented and creative, but I think one of the hardest parts about their job is, They want to be behind the scenes so it's even hard to market themselves or if they have social media, they're not really showing themselves because they're like, I am on this side for a reason. So, (laughs) you know, part of what I hope will also grow in this year for the production podcast and besides adding a magazine, I know we'll get there, but I hope that we can educate some other people about what all of these, you know, the behind the scenes people do and what they create and to really honor them in more ways than just a random award show here and there, right? We obviously know that the award shows tend to focus on celebrities and that's what everyone gets excited about. But those award shows are often giving awards to, you know, all these people that we're talking about, but they don't even show it. I know that is so (laughs) true. It's almost like we need to create an award show from this that is actually (laughs) showing everyone and they're not allowed to wear a mask. (laughs) Yes, I totally agree. Because They deserve credit and where credit is due and it is certainly due for, you know, all these wonderful people. But, you know, even if they're just sharing stories and inspiring others to follow in their footsteps, Um, there's a lot of reasons why we want to share those stories. So that is a goal. 
Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that an award show would be such a blast to create and host. So if we get there, I would absolutely love that. (laughs) Um, But I also think another thing that that maybe causes people not to want to be on a podcast or talk about their careers is because, yes, they are comfortable behind the scenes. But sometimes I've gotten the feeling that they don't really know how to talk about themselves because they just are never asked to. Yeah, And I really hope that people come on this podcast and they feel welcome to be here and they feel comfortable and they feel like they know what they can talk about. They're not going to be put on the spot and that we just really want to, like you said, honor them and showcase the amazing work that they've done because you never know who's going to be listening and who's going to be inspired. I mean, I've heard so many stories from people in all different industries and almost every single one of them when they speak about their career, they have a person or someone's story that they heard or someone that they met that made them want to do what they do. Yes. And it completely alters the course of their life. And I think that's so valuable. Yes, definitely. I mean, Miguel, who was on the podcast recently, is a location manager and he started in lighting. Yeah. And didn't even know that, you know, locations was a thing. Um, He had made his assumptions about who was responsible for choosing things. And, you know, he was inspired by those who did it. But something like a podcast pushes this information out to anyone who would like to listen. Mm -hmm. And that's also what I like about the platform is that we're not limiting the information to those who are interested in like actually being in the industry. They may not even know they yeah. be in it yet. And you don't hear stories unless someone tells them. And that's one of the most important things I think we need to do as humans. So these stories that we can share on the podcast are so special. And then to kind of memorialize them is even more special. So I do think we'll have, you know, more and more guests. And I know we've already spoken to some folks who want to be on the podcast. So that will be really cool. And we talked earlier today, Brooke, about where we think, where we think the world is going, right? Like what our assumptions (laughs) are. And, you know, we didn't get specific because we wanted to discuss it on this podcast, but it's kind of fun to think about, you know, where, you know, fun and not fun the last couple of years. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Where I think everyone thought 2020 started versus where it ended, even 2021, we thought, you know, maybe we're nearing the end of COVID and the tough protocols, but no, obviously we have a new surge and a new variant, but no, we've all gotten through it in this particular industry. Working on productions has continued. There are entire departments now dedicated to safety and specific to COVID, which is wonderful, but I'm curious. I'll ask you first, what do you think will happen this year based on the last couple of years and what you've personally experienced? Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm scared to even say something out loud for fear of like, (laughs) I've never been superstitious, but now with COVID, I kind of am. Um, I think that hopefully, 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 I definitely don't think COVID's going to go away. So I think we can all pretty much get comfortable with our new family member because it's always going to be out there. And I know it's always going to be circulating. We're going to have to get vaccinated again, probably yearly. Um, and I think that's just something that we all are going to have to come to terms with. I know some people will come to terms faster than it, than others with it, but it's just a part of life now. It's a part of, of work. I think another thing that we're going to have to get used to is the workforce, I don't think is going to go back to in-office 
areas or spaces nearly as much or with the numbers that it was pre-COVID. I think so many people are going to remain working remotely. But in the production industry specifically, working remotely is not really an option unless you are doing some sort of post-production work. But even then, a lot of times you need the heavy-duty equipment that are only in studios. So I think that for entertainment and for film, we're just going to have to see a lot more focus, I guess is the right word, on COVID, on health and safety protocols. And they have had, you know, um, health and safety teams, COVID compliance officers over the past few years. But I really think that that's another piece that's just not going to go away. And that's going to be a vital part of productions for probably, I would honestly say, the coming decade. I don't see it going away anytime before then. And I think if it was going to go away, it already would have. So I think we can all get pretty comfortable and just, you know, focus on the positives, focus on how this challenge, this global challenge that we've all faced together as a a world has made us stronger, made us more creative, made us problem solvers and helped us be better communicators, I think, in a lot of ways, too. But what do you foresee happening, Liberty? (laughs) Wow, I love what you said. And I do agree. And um, it's kind of amazing this conversation I had with neighbors earlier today. I didn't realize how <laughs> how I would keep referring to it, but you know, I hadn't spoken to them in quite some time, and these particular neighbors kind of felt like they were back in in a lockdown, so to speak. Oh. Like not obviously, we've not been mandated to stay home again, but they just naturally have felt the need or desire to stay home more because of you know, the newest variant and how it seems to be so contagious and they know so many more people with COVID. Yeah. And our discussion leaned toward, you know, before COVID, I was never so aware of just sickness in general. If a friend said they had a cold, I was still apt to go to their house because it was just a cold. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, it's not even just about COVID. It's just, we're all more hyper aware of things spreading and how we can reduce it. I think a lot of people, and this is kind of a blanketed statement, but from some of the people I've talked to who've had COVID and gotten through it, they knew exactly where they got it. And they knew what they did, you know, like, oh, I was inside maskless, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we didn't have the opportunity to test before or, oh, yeah, I went to a concert venue. And once everyone walked in, masks came off. Oops. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, okay, so now we are seeing and feeling ourselves the result of making decisions that we know we're taking a chance with. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just a bigger awareness of, hey, we're we're an entire world. We are more as one than just all separate little units. And my actions affect other people. So I need to be aware of that, A. And others, you know, obviously affect me. B, I agree, like long-term, all of the health and safety, it won't probably stay called COVID compliance forever. Maybe it'll be called, I don't know, some other cool word yeah compliance or maybe just something that just sounds less like yeah like COVID yeah exactly um but yeah I think it's just this elevated awareness and a real job a real role a real department head to stay focused on safety whether it's you know um an illness or it's whatever whatever safety needs on set are just it's all been elevated through the last few years so I think this year we're going to experience more variants and each one will be different. But I, be, I think, you know, I, I read something today that someone said, you know, right when I thought I was at the end of my rope, mm-hmm. <laughs> like six months ago, I had no idea how long my rope really was. <laughs> 
you know, and we've all sort of realized like, wow, I thought I would never be able to get through something so intense and look at me now. I got through it. Maybe people realize they had some anxiety and they've learned how to work through that. People who are very change adverse have realized they can go through change and survive it and be okay. So I think through this year, we're going to be frustrated through the different waves of COVID we'll likely experience. But I think we're going to get through it with more ease. And like you said, we're more together than ever in communicating it. So, you know, we're, we're learning ways to deal with all of it. Um, you know, on social media, I've noticed a lot of psychologists accounts have like blown up because people are yes. seeking, you know, maybe not actual appointments to go sit down with someone, but like, Hey, you know, give me a book or give me some, some posts even of something I can do in the morning just to help me get on the right page for the day. Um, and again, I just don't feel like that was a thing a few years ago. So, you know, we'll be self-soothing. We'll be moving through the tough stuff a little bit easier. All my guests, obviously. And I think at the end of 2022, we can look back and say it was another tough year, but it's better because now we have the tools to get through it. Yes, I totally agree. I love everything that you said. And I think we are definitely, I totally agree about the psychologist pages blowing up. I mean, I've (laughs) even followed a few of them, so I contribute to that. But it's just been so helpful to really get the focus on mental health that we've had over this past two years now of this Mm -hmm. pandemic. But thank you so much for spending time talking to me about our goals for this podcast, what we think is going to happen, Liberty. It's always such a joy to spend time on this podcast with you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Brooke. Likewise. And happy new year to everyone listening and tune in for some great guests that are coming up on the podcast. We want to connect with you. Please find us on Instagram at production underscore magazine or email us podcast at productionmagazineonline.com. Magazine to launch soon. Stay tuned.